All right. Well, welcome back to the Temporal Eternal Podcast. We are so happy. What, what are you laughing about? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, welcome, guys. Welcome to the Temporal Good. Eternal Podcast. Good do we start. want to restart it? Why do we would want we to restart do that? It? Because last week we you 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 did some weird thing with the opening. You're like, oh, let's restart it. Let's restart it. I'm like, okay, fine. Instead of like just pushing through. So now I'm thinking, do we restart it? No, we're pushing through. What's up, guys? Uh, all yeah. right, well, welcome to the Temporal <laughs> Eternal Podcast. <laughs> Why oh not? God. That's a no okay, for sorry. That's an, that's, that's a no for me, me, dog. Dude, shout out Randy, Randy and Simon. Um. <laughs> Well, hey, guys, we, we are excited for you uh, to listen. Once again, uh, Temporal Eternal um, is all about uh, focusing on eternity, right, in, in every aspect of our life, in our work, in our time, um, in, uh, in yeah, I had to lighten our, it up because look how serious he got. <laughs> I had to lighten it up at the beginning. <laughs> I, I'm, ju- I'm, just set, I'm just setting up the beginning, okay? So, uh, but how, how has y'all's week been, Brennan and Matt? How are you guys doing? Hey, doing good doing great my wife's birthday was this week nicole so yeah we've been doing a lot of celebrating which has been fun so that's awesome birthday week yeah not birthday day exactly birthday week oh it's been a birthday week it's it's been a a great birthday week so there you go that's next level right there (laughs) yeah there you go just now piece of advice do you have a kid are you do you have a kid brennan i do not okay so when it comes to kid time you have a birthday month that's the problem there you go. There you go. I don't know. I don't have Getting a kid, but I'm just saying. <laughs> so he's heard, right? That's how I guess that's that's how it works. Through around that room around the street. Well, uh, today, uh, kind of the title of this this uh, week's episode is "Stay Awake," and uh, I just kind of want to set us up, and we'll you know start our discussion. So, um, a lot of times what I've noticed in my life and I've noticed in a lot of other people's lives, especially I, th- I think in just an American culture, uh, you know, puts uh, spiritual beliefs to the side for a, th- for a second, um, American culture, but then also um, in, in the Christian realm, right? We many times can kind of go through like cruise control in our life where our priorities um, are being comfortable. Our priorities are making money. Our priorities are uh, just, you know, hanging out with friends and family. And, and although those things aren't bad, sometimes we're actually missing the greater eternal uh, purposes, right? And and so what ends up happening, and I've seen it happen to me countless times and other people, is a lot of times something happens in life, and it wakes us up. And what happens is whatever, like, and, and I, I'm, we're a big believer that, you know, God turns, you know, takes evil and turns it into good, right? Like, is God the cause is everything that bad to happen? No, I don't believe so. He does allow things to happen. But what he does is he does uh, take those as opportunities to grow us, prepare us, teach us something, help us show that he loves us. And so a lot of times what happens is as we're on cruise control, that event, that thing hits us um, and it kind of like wakes us up right out of hibernation in a sense, right? Emotionally, mentally, spiritually, where we're just been cruising. So for instance, um, you know, if you had a, a, a death, right? Like that, uh, that somebody close to you passed away uh, in your life or 
Um, if you think about the war right now with, uh, with Russia and Ukraine, where people are like, whoa, and it kind of just like, you know, reestablishes something uh, in, in your mind and kind of wakes you up for a second or 9-11 from years ago or uh, even COVID. COVID had that for a lot of people, right? So, so all of these things, um, whether they're major worldwide events or a life event, uh, can sometimes wake you up. And I know that's happened to me where I would lose a family member or I'd lose a friend and I'd go, man, what am I doing with my life? Like, am I honoring that individual? God, am I honoring you? Am I, am I prioritizing you? And we start to reassess our priorities, but, and, and, and God will kind of start to speak to us. But then what ends up happening is from what I've noticed is after a while, we go back in cruise control, we go back to sleep. And so that's really what, as, as we kind of, all three of us, um, Matt, myself and Brennan, we're kind of discussing this and, and how, what we wanted to talk about today. Um, you know, that's what we were kind of just wrestling back and forth with is just this thought of, yes, we know this happens. And yes, God uses those things to go like, Hey, you really need to prioritize blank. You really need that. You know, and then we start to do it. And then before you know it, you know, we, we like, I think it's in, I want to say, oh man, it's in Hebrews or Romans. I'll find the scripture when one of you guys are talking, but it talks about like, be careful with your faith so that you, that you don't drift away. Right. So we began to drift away in complacency and, and then all of a sudden we go right back to cruise control again until another event. So really, you know, this discussion for today is, Hey, if God has been speaking to you, the last few years and using the pandemic, using, you know, uh, you know, some tragedy that might've happened in your life or in somebody else's life, or even this war that is uh, very sad. And we'll make sure to pray for everyone in Ukraine and just that entire area at the end of our podcast. Um, are we going to stay awake or are we just going back to sleep? Going to go back through the motions, going back, you know, to exactly what it was before that happened. So, you know, I, I'd love to hear from you guys, like, you know, maybe just maybe, maybe some instances where that happened to you, right. Where maybe you were not making the best decisions or you were kind of like maybe starting to become complacent and then something happened and then God spoke to you in a way so that you could shift your mentality or, or your actions. Has that have ever happened to either of you? Definitely. Do you want me to go first, or you want to go first over there? <clears throat> okay, I'll go first. You have muted yourself, just so you know. <laughs> All right, so there we go. I'm I'm back. Yeah, back. go for it. <laughs> there you go. All right. So for me, um, I was actually pretty young when this happened. Um, I was. 17 maybe uh, yeah probably 17 so maybe 16 no i was 16 actually so um i was doing some stuff that i shouldn't have been doing you know and my dad i don't know if i told i don't know if i've told everybody this story on here um but my dad um he prayed he got the family together and prayed to get us all on track, the whole family, right? The whole family. So like me, my brothers, um, my mom, him, just everybody. And he said for us to not be sinning and everything and all that, he prayed that 
he or he he literally said that I will get sick to get things right in this family. Um and you know that was in I was 16 when I was 17 he was diagnosed with cancer. Um that opened my eyes big time. That was a that was a a war that I was facing that I did not expect. And so that was that was life-changing and it was one of those moments where it's like, oh crap, I need to get up and do things for God and do things right. So that's just my little thing. There's that story's really long, so I can't really go too deep into it, but um but yeah. Wow. Oh, Don, <laughs> you're muted again, Brennan. <laughs> Sorry, guys. There we go. Uh, a big wake-up moment for me. Um, definitely was really a, a pivotal time in my life where God completely shook up like everything that I was doing. Um, and for me, I, I grew up in the church and things like that and uh, finished off high school and um, was kind of on a track of what I thought I was supposed to do in my life. And uh, at the time... In, in my personal life, what was going on was uh, the the long the Cliff Notes version of the story. Um, my parents were separated uh, for almost two years at the point, uh, basically on the verge of of getting a divorce, uh, living in two different places. And I know so many people have this experience in, in this the story and and have experienced divorce and in their families and things like that. And at that point, got out of terrible relationship was dealing with a lot of hurt and things like that and what specifically happened where where god like got a hold of me and woke me up was the moment where i went to him in prayer and i remember very specifically uh, my dad owns an automotive shop and i was there alone late at night finishing something and i was just talking to god and and remember like literally out loud getting upset and just yelling and saying, God, is this it? Like, is this all that you have for me? And just being so frustrated. And in that moment, like clear as day, the Lord spoke to me and said, turn around. You've been looking at, uh, you've been looking the wrong direction this entire time. And, and it, it was literally like God painted this picture. It wasn't like an open vision or anything, but like he just gave me this image of myself digging a hole and I'm facing down in this hole, digging deeper and deeper when he is the complete opposite direction. And and that was what he said, turn around. You you need to focus on me. Look to me. And, and in all those things, I really hadn't. I was kind of living that whole scenario of like a foot in the world, a foot in the church, trying to make both work. And they just weren't. And he's like, you got to commit to me. You got to come to me. You got to look to me. Um, and that changed everything for me. And God did so many things uh, through that time. And it, and it was still months of healing and just the process of God speaking to me and eventually, uh, you know, just bringing me into the, the sphere of, of doing ministry and, and pursuing that calling. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it is. It's hard because I think that, you know, and, and I'm sure you guys can relate to this is um, we hit those moments and it really is those like pivotal moments where things happen where we kind of like life stands still for a moment and we're like whoa all right god uh you know i know maybe maybe it's been a while maybe i haven't been focused on you as much as i should but but i need you in this moment you know but there's something to be said about that because the thing is is god tells us in scripture that he is never far from us it's whether or not we're willing to recognize 
he's there through the whole process and are we inviting him into that but yeah that that for me was definitely a a wake-up moment but yeah i'll throw that back to you guys is that and, and maybe donald is just that kind of like those moments it really is like it, it awakens you to that awareness because one out of pure pure need of okay god i need you in this situation where we maybe neglect when things are good or they're going fine that that god is present through that no oh, yeah no definitely i mean i appreciate you guys both sharing that um i think about it's happened to me a few times. Um, you know, I've lost my kind of grand, I've lost my grandfather, both actually both my grandfathers now. Um, and, uh, then some friends like said, uh, you know, like there was one, he was like, uh, Oh man. Um, 21, 22, Chris. Um, and he was just like a year older than me and masters and stuff. So losing, losing him really, uh, tragically really shook a lot of us up especially for how young he was um, just this week. Lost the old high school friend, Samson, amazing dude. Um, and uh, he leaves behind a, a beautiful daughter that he was co-parenting with. She's 10. And so like a lot of those things um, definitely do it. So, I mean, those have been moments. Um, obviously I, I, I have some, I've kind of shared my testimony a little bit on here, but I have some similar to you guys kind of early on, uh, for me, very similar age area, you know, that uh, teenage year, teenagers, like late teenagers, kind of junior high school, where some of that happened. I, I think the one I'll uh, focus on just because it's a different type of event would just be the pandemic. Uh, the pandemic was, you know, obviously challenging because we just stepped out of ministry. We moved across country right uh, at the end of February 2020, right when stuff started ramping up. Um, I kind of completely changed careers in a sense uh, for my, you know, uh, uh, day job, if you will. Um, and, but what was really fascinating was we had come from such a lifestyle of busyness that the, and this, I know this happened with a lot of people. We went, we came from such a lifestyle of busyness, um, no matter what we were doing. And it really just, we were slowed down. And, uh, you know, the Lord really started recalibrating our priorities, our life, the pace of life that he really wanted us to be on and the, the pace of life that we felt like, okay, this is healthy, you know, cause you can accomplish a lot of things, but if you're not healthy, you know, it wasn't worth it. You know, like in the same, like me and my wife talk about this all the time because I have a side business and I take on clients doing, doing some different stuff um, for them, uh, you know, in marketing and things. So, and like there, there's a, there's a line there where you go like, okay, I can make more money, but this could be a detriment to the, the health and the pace of our family and, and what Jesus has set for my wife and kids. So I, I, we learned that, you know, we, we knew it, but we, it was hard for us to, once you, once you set a certain pace, it's hard for you to slow down uh, naturally. And, and the pandemic caused it. And we said, okay, we, we like this pace. We, we're going to simplify our life. Um, it's, it's a very similar thought process between, you know, uh, good at, 
you know, everything, but a master of none. Like we want to master a few things well within our family and within ourselves. And we still have to, I'm still making adjustments even now these last month and a half, but, but that was one for me. Right. So, um, where God kind of woke me up in that and, uh, and yeah, and we've tried to, to, to apply it. So like, I, I guess, so from here, right. And I know this happens to all of us where God will speak to us in some way or, or use, you know, something to kind of wake us up from, the mundane or kind of sleepiness spiritually or um, even just being comfortable. But, you know, let, let's talk about for a second, like, have you ever caught yourself going back? Like I'll, I'll say even like just full transparency, that situation, guys, I feel like we have kind of gone back a little bit in the last, I mean, sometimes it's just seasonal. I get it. Sometimes it's just busy, but probably the last like three to five weeks we've been busier than we ever have been in the last two years. I mean, as you're feeling it. So now we're like trying to like, okay, I mean, some of it had to happen. We had to get some things accomplished or we had to help certain people or we had to do this, but now we're like, okay, like let's not let this happen again where we're like burning ourselves out and then not able to, you know, also parent our children with, with a healthy attitude. So love to love to hear too. Like, you know, how about you guys? Like, you know, what are some times where you might've, you know, yeah. Okay. Yes. God, thank you for showing me this. And then all of a sudden we kind of go back and it might not have been like strictly sin, but it, it you know, per se, but it might've just been, you know, distraction or, or, or attitude or whatever. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you. I think the last two years for, for everybody, it's, it's, if anything, and so much has happened, so much tragedy, so much chaos, so much, uncertainty um and through that though if we don't look at it and see okay what did what did we learn what did what did we see happen um and initially i mean like i remember just the the couple months even leading up to it uh just in life and you know just uh, spectating other things going on in other people's lives and just it seemed like it was non-stop and it kind of you know i remember having conversations with people in different aspects, whether that was just life or families or ministry. And it was like, you're at kind of this pace that is not sustainable, you know? And so, and then, and then of course the pandemic kind of struck and everything like went to a screeching halt and you're kind of like frozen, like, okay, what's going to happen next? And I think that the perspective definitely, and, and I've heard this, reoccurring as a thought obviously through it is that wow everything slowed down and it kind of gave a good pers perspective of okay we're doing too much and we're trying to do that and and i agree i think as life has moved on as we've tried to move past these things and everybody you know i don't know i i think generally speaking maybe maybe i'm the only one uh maybe you guys think the same i i think you kind of have like a love hate relationship with that whole term like what's the new normal you know um because I think it's really just more about deciding to move forward with life, but we have to take these lessons and say, okay, you know, am I going to realize the things that I was doing that was just not sustainable when it came to the pace of life? Um, and what were my focus? And Donald, I think you put it perfectly. Like what were the priorities? What were the focuses? What was I spending my yeah. time on? Uh, that just was like really not worth it. Uh, and I think that 
yeah, it's it's kind of like a it's a very tricky balance because I do I, I see some of the things maybe uh, even just in my work life balance that are, are starting to uh, more heavily weigh on getting back to those the busyness side of those things. And I'm like, whoa, like if I don't walk away learning this lesson, then then what what am I going to do with that? You know, and so it, it, it is it's something that I think even recently I agree, Donald, it's the last couple of weeks and some heavier busy ministry weeks where it's, it's all good things. Um, but, but even for myself, I mean, this last couple of months have felt like a, a blur, um, back in, in January, you know, uh, my family, we lost, we lost my grandfather. I think I've talked about that once before on here and, uh, it's, it's been tough, you know, and it, it just puts so many things in perspective. I think just in my life for, for me and Nicole and our family and just conversations that we've had and, um, it's like, what, what's important, what's really necessary. And, and what am I trying to do that is just not sustainable, you know? So I, I think that's where it brings my mindset is what, what do I need to evaluate? So definitely, um, I've been in a moment of life where I, I slipped back to like, um, just being overly ran, like running constantly burning out burning out burning out and then i would you know go back to different things but and then sometimes have you ever seen the movies where you see the like someone's drowning in water right they're drowning in water and then you just see them slowly drifting away in the water sometimes i've seen myself looking at myself doing that like i'm looking down and i see myself drifting away and that's when I got to, you know, stop myself from getting out of control, right? Now, I've never, like, done anything, like, crazy and stuff like that, but even the little stuff for me, that is sometimes too much. And so when it all adds up, you get little thing after little thing after little thing after little thing after little thing. It all adds up, and it just kept pulling me away. And it didn't always wake me up. And then, so I would always have to reach down. I always think about, um, was it Peter walking on water? You know, God reached down. That's what I feel like sometimes. So it's just, I feel that sometimes you have to take initiative and do it yourself to yourself because you're not listening to God at the time. So I've had that problem. A lot, so, but I'm working on getting better at that and seeing it faster before I add too much to myself, if that makes sense. No, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we weren't, we weren't totally planning on this being part of the topic, but, uh, we, this is kind of where the Holy Spirit's kind of going to it. So I think it's, I think it's spot on, right? It's, I think the, the busyness, um, I think it's the, the distractions, the scripture I was, I was referencing earlier. I found it. It's Hebrews two, one. Um, and this is just more drifting away from the faith, from the context I've seen, but still it's, I think it's applicable with, with just everything with our lifestyle of, of, and our, um, our commitments and our commit, you know, our, our following of Jesus. But, uh, Hebrews uh, chapter two, verse one, we must pay the most careful attention therefore to what we have heard so that we do not drift away. And that's usually the the cause of it, right? Is that 
that we drift away. And, um, you know, I, I think about what you guys said and you can, you can kind of throw up all of us on there, Matt. Um, and I, you know, I, as, as both of you are kind of talking about it, the thing we have to watch out for are the good things. That's what we have to watch out for. Cause even like, you know, with both y'all, with both what you guys are saying, but even like, especially you, Brendan, where you're saying like, yeah, we're doing all these great things and church and ministry. And like, to be honest, the good things are usually the things that, that w in this area of life, um, when, it, when it comes to busyness and being obedient to the life God has called you to live and prioritize and work through, um, a lot of times it's, it's not, you know, going to the bar that's pulling you away from that. It, it's really <laughs> the good things that are pulling you away from being great, which great is what being, being the, the exact, what God wanted you to be and, and who to be in your life. And there's a guy yeah. not a as, as right. far as I know, not a Christian. Um, his name is Gary V and, uh, he's a kind of a motivational speaker and businessman, but one of some of the print stuff he says is just like eerily similar to scriptural principles. <laughs> and like, one of the things I loved him saying one time was he goes, I've met people that make $150,000, 150,000 to $250,000 a year that are miserable. And I've met people that make 50,000 a year and they're so happy. And I, and I heard that and I, I just made me think like, man, I, and that's just such a, that's a truth just in general for humanity. But then as Christians as well is just because you do more or make more or have greater influence or that, like that doesn't mean that there's joy in that, you know, and, and there's, yeah. there's been the, this lie in culture that this is what, where fulfillment comes from and no, like fulfillment comes from Jesus and fulfillment comes from our relationship with God and us executing the game plan and the blueprint he has for our life that we walk fully fulfilled in peace of walking with Jesus and walking out who we are. And as we do that more and more, it's like, it doesn't matter. Like those things don't matter. And that, so that's, that's the thing is like, and a lot of times what ends up happening is because and like Justin Kane, I uh, was, you know, when we were talking to him like a month, month and a half ago, we do behavior modification. We, yep. we try to work ourselves to salvation or work ourselves to being a better mm -hmm. Christian. And at the end of the day, we are not good without Jesus, right? Like, but because of the blood of Jesus, of Jesus and the righteousness that covers our wretched life, that we are now new creations in Christ, not by our own works, but by what Jesus did in our life. So then from there, and don't get me wrong, I've not mastered this at all. This is something I constantly struggle with because I'm so performance geared and I want to help people. And I want to do things and I get fulfilled by people saying, thank you. I get fulfilled by by doing things for other people. And it gets very dangerous because then all of a sudden, if that becomes the fuel for the vehicle of my life, then that is the thing that I seek to continue to move my life forward. And then before you know it, I'm on the wrong fuel system. And instead of the Holy Spirit being the thing that propels my life and pushes me and takes me to where God has me, I am dependent on a new fuel that eventually will burn me out. And this is and this is that whole thought process, right? With with all these things is man like wake up. Don't fall back into those things, 
right? Don't fall back. If, if God has set some different type of priorities in your life and you go, well, maybe that was just a season because of the pandemic. Yeah, maybe it was, or maybe it wasn't. Maybe there's some things you need to say no to, right? Like maybe there's some things that you need to go, wait a second. Like, am I allowing this to happen again? Am, are we supposed to, right? Um, so yeah, I'd love to, like, what do you guys think about that? Yeah, no, I, and you said something that it, it kind of hits exactly that point is like, when things become performance driven, that's what we're focused on, you know? And if we're going to pass or fail on this task in life or whatever we're doing based on our performance, then it becomes all about that. And like you said, even in the good things, then we're like, well, I'm doing all this, I'm doing this and that. And, uh, you know, but even though I'm busy and crazy and I'm stressed out and I'm burned out, but it's good. Right. You know? And it's like, we've convinced ourselves sometimes that like, you know, that, that the bad side of that for us personally outweighs the good of what we're doing, you know? And I, I think like, as you were talking Donald, this is what I thought is like, if God called you right now to walk away from what you're doing, whether that's a job or something, maybe you even specifically felt called to, and he said, no, I have something different for you. Would you be grieving the loss more of walking away from what you're doing or would you be more confident in saying, you know what, God, if this is what you want, if this is what you have, great, I, I'm going to trust in you. Because, And I bring that point up to think about is like this, you know, like with, with a pandemic, it shifted the focus for so many people. It shifted how we do so many things, or at least for a time, how we were uh, needing to function in life, uh, whether that was just communicating with family or how you did your job. You were put in a position where you were forced to shift and, and move and work in a different way. Um, whereas yeah. are we, and my point with this is, are we more focused on the thing we're doing or are we more focused on, and you're kind of getting at this, Donald, is like the direction that God is, is actually calling you. Are you sitting in the presence of the Lord to hear what he is saying about the things that you're doing? Because I think that like, how do we stay awaken that how do we wake up how do we realize uh maybe where we we have like drifted off a little bit is you have to go back to that place where you're like okay god uh am i doing these things for the sake of performance am i doing them yeah. for the sake of staying busy or just feeling like because of what other people said or what they've spoken mm -hmm. or even how they've complimented me in what i'm doing that i'm just doing them for that purpose or am i actually yeah. truly following maybe the shifts that God is, is trying to direct me in my life. And, and I honestly, I asked that same question for myself just as much as I'm throwing it out to you guys. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, we, we have to really say, okay, if it were all to shift right now, what would be the harder thing to, to get over the fact that it moved on or uh, the fact that we wanted to hold on to uh, something so yeah. much that, that we actually just do it for the sake of doing it, you know, yeah. and, and that's Could it be savior place, syndrome. Yep. You know, like yeah, sa exactly. savior sy syndrome is something I fell through where, it's, uh, you know, like, oh, they need me. I'm needed, especially yeah. being in ministry at, at, for, for quite a bit of time in my life. Like, so wait, what, what are they going to do it? without Savior me? syndrome? Savior syndrome, bro. Savior Never syndrome. Never heard bro. of it's, it's, Oh, man. It's when you think you're Jesus. Oh. It's, 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 when, it's when all of a sudden you go, well, they need me. Or what would they do without me? Or because that other fuel that has fueled you for for a period of time where all of like the fulfillment's coming from you know what people say instead of what god says and then all of a sudden you put yourself and you're like hold on a second jesus is king jesus will race if if you 
step away. You know, like what, what Brendan was saying, like if, if God calls you to step away from a job or volunteering somewhere or ministry or whatever that looks like, and, and it's, it's, you are like, I don't know. I don't know about that. Why? Well, then what's going to get done? How is this going to happen? What's it? Do you not think like, how long has, has God been here for eternity? How long has the church been here? Jesus will raise somebody up. Like who, who are you? You know, so that's another thing, right? Like where all of a sudden Mm -hmm. we put ourselves like, that's not our role. Like I, I am just a piece of of a much bigger puzzle that God can place for whatever season and whatever time. And if he moves me or calls me somewhere else, somebody yep. else will, will be there. You know, like it's, God will take care of it. That's yeah. good. I didn't know that. That was a good one. It's a good savior. I mean, I might've made up savior syndrome. I mean, I don't know if it's like, you know, it's probably somewhere on the internet, but I mean, you know, so <laughs> well, there you go. You just you redefined it. it. Have you heard of that before? I, I like. I it. have. Yeah, yeah. The, the well, I've heard of, like of, I've heard of that, least. but Savior Syndrome. Yeah. Okay. Hashtag, guys, hashtag, yeah. If you're on social media, hashtag Savior Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> Drop it in the comments, um, please. Yeah. Well, what What are your thoughts, Matt? I know you're you're about to say something about it. No, it's just sometimes we get overwhelmed, mm-hmm. and we don't know when to step away, and then we let ourselves drown. I mean, that's basically yeah. it. Whether it's with a relationship, whether with it's a friendship, whether it's with work, whether it's with school, even sometimes I know we got, might have some college kids listening. They might be trying to take too many college classes, trying to finish now, but God's telling them to be there for the moment and take care of what's happening around you because right yeah. now you're needed in the schools too. So, I mean you could be a witness in the schools more than you could even think of because schools are messed up in college and stuff. So, but just in general, how how do we do this? How how do we, what do you guys think? Like how, how do we actually like, cause I think we've pinpointed, you know, maybe certain issues that, that many of us have struggled with, but, but on the practical side, like how do we actually keep those priorities in check? What's the checks and balances? Like what's the, yeah what's the what's the what's the processes that people that's really good that people that people yeah. can do to stay alert that if if god uses some events in our life or in the world and he starts to recalibrate us what are some like what are some things so like for me i think it's like for for me you know it's it's having honest conversations with um with people about what god's speaking to us like for obviously like the one for example was me and azzy like my wife, where we just had this conversation this past week where she's like, Hey, I feel we're getting back into this busyness and we, we don't want to be here. And so some of those checks and balances are, you know, godly relationships and, and friendships, um, in our lives that you have, that, that you have open dialogue with and that they know where you're at. Because I have a lot of, I have a lot of Christian relationships in my life, but not everybody knows where I'm at. So that some of that, comes from setting up people in your life to check in on you and then also not hiding and also taking initiative to let people know where you're at. So, I mean, that's one idea. I mean, what do y'all think? So I think making sure that you have the three big ones checked off every day. If it, if you're, if you're missing these three big ones every day, you need to fix it. Um, so the first one, obviously praying. If you're not praying every day, 
that's you're being affected somehow. You need to cut something out to try to get back into that. Number two, it's reading true. your Bible, um, making sure that you're diving back into the Word and filling yourself back up every day because you're not going to church every day. So you have to fill yourself back up somehow and you might not exert everything, but why start a a day on an empty tank or on a half tank when you can start on a full tank? So just making sure that you can read your Bible to help you stay well-minded and stuff. So if you're getting too busy to read the Bible too, on top of praying, you it's a red flag, might, huh? It's a red flag. Yeah. And then, of yeah. course, just checking on your family and friends, um, making sure that your your relationships are strong, as in, especially when it comes to family. If you if your family starts slipping, you need to make sure that is strong, because that's not your family is going to help you get through all the other stuff. If they're slipping, they're not there. Yeah. Very good. No, I, I think something that helps me with this, and and as we've been talking about, it, it's 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 been kind of like, Lord's like, yeah, remember this, um, and and even within this last week or two, uh, I've taken the time, and I encourage you to do this, uh, and and if it's something you haven't done before, I encourage you to try and start doing it in some capacity, um, and what I'm getting at is, you know, throughout time, I've I've done different things where I, I've either written things down in a journal or I've even used the notes in my phone uh, mm-hmm. and just like titled it like prayer journey with the Lord. And so recently I was just going through things that I wrote down four, five, six years ago. Um, mm-hmm. And primarily it's either things that God spoke to me uh, maybe about the future. And maybe it was just even uh, going back and reflecting on miracles God has done through my life. Um and it was crazy. And, and this is an experience that just happened to me as, as I was doing this and just spending time with the Lord and like pausing from the craziness or, or uh, you know, noticing maybe the patterns coming back. Um, I think the Lord was helping me go back to those things and see what he had spoken to me years ago and things that maybe even haven't even come to pass that he was trying to remind me of and have me reflect on. Um, and so this kind of just, it helped ground me in a way that was like, wow, Lord, like you're even revealing things that you spoke five, six years ago that right now are becoming more prevalent or how I've seen you come through. And it it really just had kind of like slowed me down a little bit to to realize like, okay, like I got to I got to stop and be in God's presence. I got to stop and be with him and reflect on the things that he is speaking to my heart uh, through not only what he's done, but also right now in this moment. Because I very easily could just blow by that time, uh, blow by that opportunity and completely miss it, whether it was something he spoke before or something he's speaking now. Um, and so I encourage you guys, if you're listening and you're saying, OK, well, how do I how do I wrap my head around this concept of, of uh, you know, discerning what God wants me to do right now? Uh, or if I'm in a place of making a decision or making a transition or uh, reflecting on the last two years and how do I how do I. Uh, not falling back into my old patterns is is take that time and just just like walk with the Lord through it, uh, invite Him into that process and and man He's I, I believe hundred percent He will speak something to you. Um, so yeah, I, I think for me guys, that's that's absolutely something I know I need to do more often. So yeah, that's really good, both you and Amy, especially to what you're saying, Matt. It made me kind of laugh because I've I mean I'm. You know, all of us were 
you know, either in currently in or formerly in uh, ministry of different capacities. And like, there's been plenty of times where I was so busy with the work of the Lord that I wasn't spending time with the Lord of the work. Right. Shout out Levi Pangburn. Mm-hmm. That gave me that, that gave me that quote when I was 19 years old, uh, when I was first falling into that, that mistake. And it's still been a, obviously a constant struggle. I, I think it's, if we're too busy to spend time with Jesus, that's like an easy red flag. If we're too busy to um, read the word of God, that's a red flag. If we're, if we're too mm-hmm. busy to uh, f- uh, fulfill what God has called us to fulfill. So one of the things like I've talked about with several of these episodes is like one of the things in the season that God's called us to do is really mm-hmm. raise our family up on like with a purpose, um, intentionality. And if I'm too busy to be intentional with my children, like that's a red yeah. flag. So you have all these red flags and then don't get me wrong. Sometimes it's, um, and then I know we'll, we'll end that. I, I would try not to be super long with this, but I'll give you this really quick example. Um, is, is sometimes it's not like, Oh, it's a, it's a new job. Sometimes it's just like a prioritization issue. It's like, hmm. man, I'm just, I'm just so busy. I don't have time to spend time with the Lord. Yeah. But if we look at screen time and we, I know we've talked about this a lot. We've looked at screen time. You're on TikTok for 45 minutes today. <laughs> Like, like, uh, you know, I, I, I no. know, you know, I know, I, I know you've excuse? been stressing out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's work. Yeah, sure. Whatever you say, <laughs> you know, I, I know, I know it's like this and that, but, but you did play video games for three hours till one in the morning. I mean, that was me. Like I was in ministry imbalanced, stressing out. And then I would, instead of like, um, instead of handling that pressure correctly, I would want to go into fantasy land and play video games. And I'd play video games for two or three hours, sometimes more at night, then come exhausted into work, you know, as a pastor. And I was totally imbalanced. Why? Because I, I just, I got into this rut of like, oh, this is how I'm going to handle stress or situations instead of handling it biblically. And then I was too tired the next day for prayer. And it was just this cycle mm-hmm. over and over again. So really, even as I'm talking, I know people who are going to be listening to this episode are already thinking about, yeah, there is this. You know, and I'm not saying we we completely take out recreational fun that the Lord has given us an opportunity to have and to go out or work out or do those things like that. But it could even be working out. Like what is what did Paul say? Yes, it's it's it is it is beneficial to uh, you know, be physical, physically healthy, but what's greater is spiritually healthy, right? So like anything can be off keel and then, then all of a sudden fill up your time and fill up your life to a place of imbalance where now you are, you yeah. know, sacrificing. Cause the first thing that you sacrifice, you know, besides your sleep and busyness is your time with God. Always. Mm-hmm. It's, it's usually sleep, your time with the Lord and then your family and those things like that, right? And then once all that yeah. happens, hey, be careful, Hebrews 2.1, that we remain listening and, and remembering the teaching that we do not slowly drift away because it is a slow drift away. And then we, what do we do? We justify the lifestyle because a lot of those things are good. Some of those things are for the kingdom, right? And God's like, wait a second, you're not Jesus, all right, we'll take care of it. <laughs> I have I have the royal priesthood. I have the church. I have you know this thing that I've built up that is my people. We'll take care of it. You need to first be who I've called you to be, which is my kid, and focus on the small things of what I've called you to do. 
and not sacrifice those things with all these other stuff and pretend that that's really what's what's obedience and what's fulfillment you know so awesome any final thoughts before we close today gentlemen Uh, i would say simply i I think it it doesn't always happen all at once you know i think we 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 all could feel like uh you know in that moment of realizing wow like i'm not where i want to be or where i should be with that um that we feel guilty but i encourage you try not to let the guilt be the thing that shuts you down uh, let it actually just be a reminder and a motivator to say, okay, what can I do right now in this moment to, to do small things, to refocus uh, and get back to that place? Because uh, like I said at the beginning, God is not far from any one of us. He's right there saying, hey, let's pick it up from where we were and let's, let's, let's work on this. Let's, let's work towards the things that I've called you to um, and, and just be encouraged that, that he is there in the midst of, of everything you're going through. Yeah. All I got to say is check your red flags. Check your flags. Yeah. Make sure they're not yep. red. <laughs> <laughs> check the color. Um, no, that's good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, thank you guys again for, for listening. We're going to end in a, in a prayer in just a second. Uh, once again, make sure subscribe and uh, follow on all the major social media networks, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, obviously subscribe on Apple and Spotify, leave a review, um, YouTube as well. Any of those things just really help get uh, these podcasts out to other people because that's what we're really hoping to do is just make an impact in, in some people's lives and whoever God has um, destined to, to hear it and that he uses some of these things and some of the things that w- worked good that he'll just, you know, Holy Spirit will navigate that and, uh, you know, teach them something different. Right. So, but, but that's our heart really is to make that impact. Of course we have, um, our website, temporalyeternal.com has some cool merch. You get the there. merch. Oh you yeah. Over there? You yeah. Got it over there? You guys get, you can get some hats. You can get yourself some beanies. You can get yourself a shirt. Make sure you check it out. It feels like the home shopping network as Brennan's like, you know, okay, we have 10 <laughs> minutes left for this deal. But, um, QVC, but yeah, baby. again, a QVC, exactly. Thank, thank you so much for listening. We're just going to uh, just end uh, with a prayer for Ukraine um, and, and, and for Russia and just for that whole area, Lord. You're so up. we just thank you, Jesus. Do you, yeah, we thank you, Jesus, for who you are. And um, you are sovereign, God. And we just pray um, just for in, in the midst of war, in the midst of trials, in the midst of um, – chaos lord that salvation would come to people's lives lord first and foremost that their eternity uh, would uh, come to be with you jesus that they would repent of their sins and come to you and lord we just pray for peace we pray for a miracle um, that this war would end and that uh, there wouldn't be um, any more bloodshed god that that you could you could stop this lord and uh, you know we just we just pray for you know all the people and countries involved in how um, this could be a very serious thing for the world. And uh, we just pray that people would look to you um, and, and look to you as the savior and as the redeemer of, of their life and of this world, Jesus. And we just lift this up to you. We pray for protection for the, the people of Ukraine and we pray for a, a, a heart change for Vladimir Putin and for um, just the Russian government, God, we pray for that. And we pray for that for all of the governments. I mean, the U S ain't, you know, some daisies and roses. I mean, let's be honest. We pray for transformation in the, in the world's leaders. 
that um, that uh, you know all of the selfishness and self-centeredness and um, those type of things, God, that have that have seeped in the strife, the anger, the jealousy, the vengeance, um, malice, murder, all those things, Lord, greed that stir up in the common man, Lord, and we just we pray um, that just for a transformation and revival in individual people's lives. Um, and, you know, no matter what happens with all these things, God, that you're the savior, you got it under control. We know there's going to be times of hardship and persecution in life, Lord. So um, no matter what, obviously we pray for these things to cease, but beyond that, Lord, if it's your will, if you're allowing some things to happen, we just pray for perseverance for your church. We pray for courage. We pray that we um, hide in the, the shadow of the Almighty God. We hide under your wing that you are our strong power, Jesus, and that we, we rest in you. And even in the midst of persecution and pain and worry and fear and war and chaos, God, that we, we just trust you. That, that it's going to be okay. And that no matter what happens here on earth, that we have the promise of eternity in heaven with you. We thank you for this, Jesus. In your mighty name we pray. Amen.